Yeah, the heads are so big that it, the membrane just bursts. So, it just, you know, you get grease, you get this super melt, which is awesome, but you'll never be able to keep it in, you know, a stable form. So what we noticed when we started crossing these things and, and making these outcrosses to cookies, to blackberry kush, to a few other strains that we, that we knocked. Um, thanks, man. Um, it was actually giving those monster heads some stocks. Got like an NSC sort of background to it. This is a great picture. I, I showed you this at Hemfest. This is actually one of your, one of your Kimbo Kushes. And that's a little cluster of triangles, right? That's kind of what you're talking about. That's exactly right. You know, and that's on the fan, and it's just like that whole pile of other. And it shows, like, you can see the heads very distinctly in there, where if that was original Blackberry Kush, you wouldn't see all those stocks, too. You would just see a bunch of heads and no stocks. And then Starfighter helped out big time to allow you to break those stocks, or break those heads away from the stocks, which is huge. This is some Kimbo Kush. This is what he's talking about. Uh, no, this is my friend uh, from Godzilla Beautiful picture. Little cluster of uh, just growing up with each other, you know. It's beautiful. His work. Nice job. Nice job. Thanks. Thanks. So, I mean, essentially, we found that that Starfighter mailman just it, it allowed you to add stocks to things to separate those trichromats and still keep them intact. Um, whereas they normally burst to get greasy, now we can separate them into sift. Now we can, uh, you know, same thing with the Kimbo, same thing with the cookies and cream. It sifts, which and normally a cookie strain or a blackberry cookie strain just—it's unheard of to, to sift something like that. So uh, you know, we kind of got away from it for a little while. Did this little dessert menu, which is pretty cool, amongst many other things. But lately, we've been doing the fruity lines with you know, uh, smell good, taste good, uh, and not your traditional gas. Like, you know, the L.A. guys love. Well, it's nice to step outside of that box, too, because, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you really start to compare things to a level where, even when somebody says it, it's almost like they have to say it smells something different just to say it smells something different. Like, right. oh, this is more lemonade, and you're like, I, I don't even smell it. You're just, you're just saying it because it sounds like a good transition or something else. Or the 47 OGs, and you're like, oh, this one's lemon, this one's lime, this one's gas, this one's fuel. It's like, yeah, they all smell like some fire OG to me, man. It's some dope, but it's some dope, but it's, you know. Um, it's just hard to really decipher at a certain point because the levels are, it's almost like when you're making good water hash too, like a lot of varieties kind of end up in a certain zone. There's like three zones, you know what I mean? And if you're really different, you'll step outside. Sure. For the most part, you all end up in those three, three types, and then one of them will be super hashy and like what we like, and the other two will be like eh, off to the left, off to the right. Sure. And then and, and that's kind of where even vaporizers do the same thing. They kind of dumb down your good weed and they right. bring up your shitty weed. You know, yeah, really shitty weed. Yes, yeah, tastes like popcorn a little better. You know what I mean? But if it's really good weed, it's like unless it's haze or something. You can, like, then you're like, all right. You know, those Pax vaporizers worked pretty well. On the first hit only. Yeah. First hit was good. Everything after tastes like popcorn. So. 
This was Kimbo. Then you know more than anybody what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's. Uh, you want to bring him up? You want to switch out mics? I know you got lots to say. Sonic Cheetah's got lots to say. Maybe next time. No, coming in a little bit. You want to have him jump up? You stay here. Yeah, you stay We're allowed to switch seats. We're all pouring this down. It's all right. <laughs> and it's a, now you're gonna get all McDonald like you though, like us. It's not my choice. And you have to do a song too, of course. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You're a pretty smoke song, man. Yeah, please do. You doing okay? Alright. Oh, I gotta get that. Time. <laughs> now you're looking like, I mean, it's like definitely an evil villain look. Whenever you're bald and you got one of these things on, it's, it's evil villain look. Can't help it. <laughs> he had it, now he covered it up. There's this toque. There's toque. <laughs> so, um. I think the show we had with him was the show that woke you up to our show, maybe, or I don't know if that was the case or not, or if you already listened to our show before that. But. No, it wasn't. Someone told me about it, so right. I listened to it, and then I called you. Right. So yeah, you were going to listen to it live the first time, so I think that was, uh, because, because for my, the, the interesting part about the whole story is that a lot of us came in, you know, when we came in. Yeah. And that's all we know. You can't know the future and you can't know the past, you know what I mean? So, well, you can predict the future, but you can't know the past, you know? So, for me, like, knowing him, I always felt like I knew something. Like, I know, you know, you can't tell me I know, you know what I mean? But then, uh, even for him to listen to some of our other later episodes, I was like, wow, now I get to hear what happened before I even was in on the picture. And then I think for you, uh, to be responsible for so many other people sort of being their beginning. You know what I mean? It's like you, you passed on that same sort of deal. He got to, he got to experience it, you got to experience it. New kids are getting to experience it today, you know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's maybe a watered down version of what we're thinking of, but still it's new and it's like, wow, this is all new to me. So like did it did, did it uh there is a there's a certain chemical in your brain that actually happens when those things happen. It's almost like a, a an Eureka moment, you know what I mean? And it happens to very 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 rarely, but there's even a thing called uh 
vasopressin, it was a smart drug, and people would do it because it stimulated that part of your brain, which was the, oh my god, I figured it out, or oh my god, you know, and, and it's a kind of a weird one. It's like one of those, takes a couple days to process sometimes. Did you even experience it? <laughs> like, like, like the, oh my oh. god, that's kind of weird, because I remember that moment in time, or smell or anything. Yeah, or, no, the, <laughs> or like, when you got the clothes from him, or like, oh yeah, I remember that smell. <laughs> It seems more nowadays that it hits it a lot harder that you remember more in the past of what went on because not many people were experiencing it at first and they had to find the guy. And almost like, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that it's almost like, you know, we all have certain quirks within our industry, especially because of the type of people that you have to be to survive and not, like, you have to, you have to, you have to be able to lie a little bit, right? You can't not lie, otherwise you would never meet to where you were. You have to be able to lie to somebody in their face and say, I did not get this from that person. I got it from this other guy. And they'd be like, really? Because I, I don't know. You know, there's always like that, you have to keep your cover going. So it was kind of weird. So we had to all be a little bit, like, shady in that way. Yeah. It's discretion. It's discretion. It's discretion. And, 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 and the reality is that, but there's always also like reverse code shit where at the same time you would never, you know, it's not that you would lie, you would, you would lie for your friend to save your friend, but you would never like, you know, well, this do story, it. This do story is hard to come out and it's only recently really coming out. Because, yeah, because all yeah, because all of us were all with yeah, all like, of us were like, I don't like see anything about that guy, even though he's like you know my boy, my my, my my friend, but we're like friends forever. But still, it's always been between all of us, you know, yeah. that we live by that code and we want other people to treat us the same. And you know, you don't give somebody's phone numbers out, you don't do all these yeah. things. Yeah. Right now it seems like it seems like I'm like, where is the? Oh, okay. where well, is now it's Instagram. Now it's like if you have ten thousand followers, you're good. I blindfolded my own friends to bring them to trim back in the day because I didn't want people to know where I live. Exactly, and then people go quickly forget all that. Like I have friends who, you know, literally come to me and say, like, you know, your friends don't really like. You gotta tell them to stop. Calls them every day, like, you got this, you got like, what is wrong with you? It's like, but it is. You are a different generation, and you can tell who you're dealing with when you're dealing with them because. We just can't get out of here. Yeah. I still have a problem trying to post my own picture on Instagram. You have a license. I have an iPhone 2 license now, too. It's here, too. And I still don't want to put my picture up online. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it's, uh, it is interesting because, uh, in a way, if I had the ability back in the day, I would have. And I remember at one point, like, I was taking videos and I was doing all this stuff, and I was like, there's nowhere to do anything with this. Like, I was trying to treat the It was just evidence only. So I just said, and I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't. And then there was even moments of time where I was like, imagine if I took photos of, like, every time I did a harvest or every time I had all. It'd be so like cool, but who would be able to? And now it's like it's just like that's an awesome fucking thing. Yeah, now it's like, that's actually your job. Like your right. people's jobs. Snap of everything. Take photos of all the way we grew and put it on Instagram tomorrow. Well, and like, it was scary. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a different world, and, and, and the interesting part is like, like I said, if I was able to do it back then, I, I would have. So I understand what kids are all into. But it is, it is like. It was an extra added I've had my pictures confiscated by the 
yeah. still, I always wanted that documentation. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and, and there was times where yeah, 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 it's almost so like incriminating. It's a pride Well, back in the day on Overgrow, I used to post yeah, photos yeah, on photos and photos and giant grills and all that. I didn't realize what I was doing. As well as a cop, I know what I'm doing. And then I was like, you know, I don't want to go to jail because of Overgrow. They used the server, they arrested everyone. They showed it all on the slide, on pictures of them with all the rest and all the boxes of seeds that they got because they shut down the heaven stairway. I mean, Overgrow is definitely a phenomenon for, for American growers. In Europe, people were a little bit less. There was, because the thing that was interesting is I had, a, you know, I had like Gypsy down the road and I had physically had the people around me, but I didn't really live in the internet world because for me it was like, well, I live in the brick and mortar Amsterdam weed world. There's no like sit around and talk about internet shit, you know what I mean? So like when I when Mitch and I uh, talk about stuff. He's really connected by everybody. He knows everybody's handle. He knows who everybody is. I don't really know any. Like, I know certain people. Like I know a lot. Like, I mean, he, he ripped me off for about five thousand bucks. So. <laughs> who hasn't? He? So, kind of so, so, off, so I know so, him personally, yeah. but but you know. I actually, got lucky on that one. <laughs> Someone went on his me a logic site, ripped off all kinds of people. Yeah. And posted it when I was in the hospital that they that they were me and got a whole bunch of people to give them seeds and money. And all kinds of shit ripped off all the people that were on Logic Site too. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Now, you know, and that's the thing is, like, a lot of those, for me, I never sold on the internet because my whole deal was, hey, come to my store and buy my shit and I'll yeah. meet you. And so, you know, in the long run, it, it makes me feel better knowing that at least if they did you or whatever, they had to, like, pretend that they weren't a cop and meet me or whatever. But, but when you're on the internet, you know, you just know. Everybody who was there was exposed. But the reality was, it was it was kind of a perfect name and a perfect thing because the reality was it was so popular that in a way they really couldn't. It was like, well, shit, we should just let this keep going because if it was less popular, we'd have time to go bust all these people. And in a way, it was too popular. Like, there's four coming. You know, you can't you can't fuck up. So. You know, a lot of these things they let go just to see what goes on. That's what Holland was. Holland was always an experiment. It was always like, like in a weird way, it was like, you're just letting us do what we want to do, I guess. Well, let's keep doing it, you know what I mean? And we were always striving to be cool like you guys in Amsterdam. But now you're way cooler. And that's the funny part is that America's finally way more like what we wanted to be because nobody can package their stuff the way they do here because you still didn't really want your name out there. Like you didn't want to go to a festival and see a thousand of your empty packages because at a certain point they will go, hey, it's not a thousand packages. That means you must have sold $25. $5,000 worth of shit at this festival. He was where's doing it. Yeah, he where's was our, doing it. Yeah, where's, our, where's our percentage? Scorpio. Anywhere, in any, 
like the minute you make money, you get on their radar. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, where's our piece? You know what I mean? And that's the lucky part about it getting legal finally here because if it didn't, it would just end up like like Canada's really bad. I know a lot of people in Canada that were good growers and they got in trouble and they found out and they it wasn't the cops that got to them. It was like bikers that would get to them and say, "Oh, well, guess what? You're growing M39 now. That's all you get to grow, and we take it for a thousand dollars a pound. And you're not going to say no. I don't want to grow. You're going to say yes, and we're going to put in twice as many lights. You know what I mean? You're like, no, I don't want to do that kind of shit. And that's the kind of crazy shit that went down because there's no security. And now, you know, that kind of stuff won't really happen in the states. I don't believe, you know, unless it gets crazy. But for the most part. Kind of like in Europe, where you, we were ready to go to the cops and they broke into my room. I'd be like, "Hey, they broke into my room, man!" <laughs> but over here, it'd be like, you know, it's easy to rob criminals. I mean, that's not hard. You know? Well, now here you can feel a little bit more comfortable. Like back in Cali, being medical, they would still come raid your houses and place like that, take your crops and make you fight the case. Yeah, and, and you know the thing is if. Uh, they had a saying for that in Holland, but it was more like uh, like plucking a chicken, you know? Like they're like, you have been plucked, you know? And they're like, they like you walk out, like man, it's like more like rage, you know? I mean, not like plucked, more just straight up rage. But you know, they take your money and then they take what they can and they make it painful and you start over. But you know, the big part is the perseverance. You know I mean? like, yeah. Regardless of all that bullshit, we're still like oh, yeah, we went all the way through. <laughs> Stayed and, fighting the game. Yeah. And when did you start your five minute two? Um, just recently. Like I mean, literally, I mean, everybody's pretty much on just that. Yeah. Cutting edge of all this. Does that mean you're? Uh, are you? Are you? Just growing for the dispensaries, uh, or are you actually? Well, right now, we're just in the process of building everything, and then. Uh, we're gonna to try to be growing for other dispensaries and stuff, and producing oil pins and, and trying to do the whole thing. What focus on strains and stuff? You still obviously OG lovers. Yeah, I'm gonna focus on. <laughs> you haven't changed that too much, right? And the different 